hey, it's the Mama's Den. Hey. Cody here. Ashley here. Melanie. No, Ashley. Ashley, because yeah. Felicia's missing, Felicia. so we have to say it with three syllables. Yeah, Ashley. 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 And today we have a special guest, <laughs> and something just occurred to me. Uh, so I'm going to introduce our special guest as my best friend of 20 years, 20 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Here's the thing though. We look a lot alike and we know that, <laughs> um, folks, y'all can't see that. But when we became friends, we had a lot of mutual friends. <laughs> and after like a few months, we also realized Crystal doesn't know this yet. Cause I forgot. Mm -hmm. That we also sound alike. Yeah, they do. And one time, multiple times, we've heard the other on a voicemail and been like, I don't remember saying that. So we're going to have to introduce ourselves a lot. Like, you're going to have to be like, okay, this is Kimberly. Um, <laughs> not in that voice. But anyway, so. Should I be like a deeper voice of myself? I don't know. She, to Crystal's me, I don't know. Maybe us. it's my musical ear. She has a much deeper, raspier tone than but you. Well, when you call them on the phone, I called she literally talked Cody on the phone and she was talking uh, and I was like, wait, who, who who's talking right so now? So let's just assume the audience has has the ear. Correct. But I'm Kimberly. Melanie and Crystal. No, nah, she got that husk. I know this. Great. Great. Well, girl, we know I'll you a singer. You can hear all the tones. I can hear all the husks. That's why you can sing. <laughs> and we can't. That's why we can't. I'll keep I'll keep my voice high. Now the listeners will say the same. Like, yeah. Be like, oh, no, I hear that husky. Great. Mm, you do Love have that. a you guys, bit of a husk. You cute. guys speak the same, though. I believe it. Yeah. You you That's pronounce it. words the same. Yeah, but they do. tone Probably. sounds completely different. Okay. So we'll let the audience be the judge. <laughs> yeah. Right. They'll be like, who the fuck who is talking? <laughs> talking? Um, so I don't even know where to begin. I feel like there's so many things to you say. You have to say Cody here talking. I did. I said Cody. Oh, what every time. Back to you. No, Melanie said I didn't have to. Oh. Um, what does this Crystal is Cody. say? So, yeah, I don't even know. Like, we have so many things. Like, we can talk about how we met, all that jazz. But I will just launch by saying that part of the reason that I wanted Kim here is because we are all quacky, creative people. Mm -hmm. Not that she's not creative, but she is in this corporate life. Mm. And motherhood in corporate America is like a whole nother thing thing. That's true. And so I wanted to make sure we had a little representation today. Mm. Um, and But outside of that, we can talk about whatever. Okay. Know? Thank so, you for having me. Yeah, well, introduce yourself and say how many children do we have and you okay. know, what do you do for yeah. fun? So I um, what do I do for fun? <laughs> um, that's very loaded now <laughs> as a mom. Um, I, so I'm Kimberly, you know, as Cody said, uh, Cody's best friend for 20 plus years at this point. Um, I'm also an avid fan of the Mama's Den. So oh, I am excited yay. to um, have been invited to join you all today. Uh, Felicia, we miss you. Mm -hmm. So I, to Cody's point, I am a mom of one, mm -hmm. primarily because I'm a corporate America working mom. And um, more than one was just, I, I couldn't thug that out, um, <laughs> to be very honest. So it's been fun. My husband and I live in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Sophia is Sophia five. is five. Um, and she's a Sagittarius. And <laughs> um, pray for you. you know, she's a, a bundle of joy mm -hmm, and work mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um, fun and all the things. So excited to get into, you know, and the fellowship. Today. After 10 years together. Yes, we had her after 10 years together. So we... And we were probably dating. I don't know. So Cody introduced me to my husband. Oh, I was responsible for I my entire life. Was a matchmaker. Yes. Oh. Um, okay. So uh, shout out Cody, the the matchmaker. So <laughs> we dated for quite a while, long distance. He was in D.C. and I was in New York, and we were doing that like bolt bus 
whatever thing you do. <laughs> the Chinatown. You know, Chinatown bus, Bolt bus. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I rode the Bolt bus because that was oh, a little okay. more luxurious. Um, $20? <laughs> Actually, but, remember wow. when that was $20? I wonder what it is. Yeah. Oh my God, Chia took the Chinatown bus to see me once yeah. in New York. Did it come from Columbus? Yes. No, oh, wow. yes, it comes from Columbus because it was yeah, cheaper it than like mine. Over. That's my husband. Of course it was. Sorry, yes. go ahead. No, bus. same. My, that's, that's my husband time. did the same. Cheap like that too? He, okay. I, I would take the cellar train every once in a while and splurge. He would never. Mm. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> you know, we finally decided that at some point we were going to need to be in the same place. And once we did, he jumped on that thing and he like proposed. He and, did. Um, oh. We, you know, it took a while from the time, you know, what we was started it, dating. Years? I think it was like five years. Yeah. So then we got married relatively quickly. It took like nine months um, to plan the oh, wedding yeah. and get married. That is fast. But then we kind of just like chilled, you know, we enjoyed you know, being married, my husband wasn't convinced that he was going to like be a good parent slash want children. So, you know, and I was, I was young and I was like, it's fine. I'm not in a rush. And then I was like, I'm now in a rush, you know, at like 34. And so we got pregnant, we had Sophia and it's been great. We just celebrated our 10 year anniversary. Wow. Yeah, she's five years so, old. So tell me more about what it's like to be married without children. Because I feel like all three of us <laughs> oh, yeah. got with yeah, our yeah, means and then got pregnant true. right away. That's yeah. so true. We never had, like, yeah. I mean, I didn't. I, yeah, we all got pregnant relatively quickly yeah. into our relationships with yeah. our partners, whether yeah. we got married because before or after. Yeah. I got both Ashley and I got married after we had kids. Yeah. yeah. And then Seven Cody, years you got later. pregnant right away, right? One year, right? One year Max. into your marriage. So that, that, yeah, I think it was. How, yeah, what is how, that like? How was that? Was it fun? <laughs> Tell us what, what that's like. What do you do every day? <laughs> God, how much vacationing did you do? Right. Well, well it, was, it was a lot of fun. We went, yeah. we kind of went everywhere um, mm-hmm. that we, that our friends were, when our friends were doing something, we were up and out. Yeah. You know, we kind of moved around. We focused a lot on our career. Yeah. Ah. Um, so I think that that's, you know, part of those, you know, five years mm-hmm. being married was very focused on like, climbing that corporate ladder or checking that resume building box that you always felt like, like, wait, what's the next thing that yeah. I need to do? Um, I mean, it was really awesome to just have that income and just us. Yeah. So like dual income, no kids was really fabulous, mm. but it was also very selfish. So I think the tide turned honestly was like, okay, this is all great. We're not lacking fulfillment, mm-hmm. but we're also not necessarily contributing to what at least I felt something meaningful, mm. like a child, like raising a child together and right. that kind of next level of partnership. I will say having had our daughter after being together for five years, it's been incredibly disruptive to our relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. So like we had an established like norms, ways mm-hmm. of working from a relationship perspective. It was just us. I could super focus on him. He could super focus on me. Logistically, we didn't have to necessarily think about what that ha- what that does to our, you know, dynamics working wise. So once we had her, I think we were not prepared for the z- disruption that that would bring to our like relationship. Yeah. Um. But I mean, it was great. 
Let me tell you. I, I can imagine. My best friend Nalo always says that too. She, it's funny. Our best friends are very similar. Mm-hmm. She had the similar life as you, mm-hmm. where it was her and her husband were married for like five or six years. Oh wow! Prior to having children, yeah, yeah. they yeah. it was just them, and all they did was travel and have yeah. fun and kick it and look at me and Chia sadly like. Well, <laughs> did you guys find a babysitter yet? <laughs> oh, we're going to Jamaica. Yeah. We'll send some sand back for <laughs> right. you. They had to they build were, a build a sandbox for right. you. <laughs> they were kicking it, and then they had they had two kids somewhat back to back, but she always says that like it, their relationship is so different now that they're, they have children Mm -hmm. and like they miss it sometimes where they could just, just be them. And again, we don't know that because my whole Mm -hmm. entire relationship has been me being a mother. Like literally it was, I, we didn't have a kid for three months of our relationship and then I got pregnant. So then it was like me being pregnant or us having a child. So I always wonder too, like what, what I don't, you know, like what does that mean to wake up and it just be you and your partner and like, y'all just do whatever you want to do. Cause now when that happens, I'm going to be damn near in my fifties and then it's like, I That's still got to, somebody going to have a baby and I'm going to be a grandma. Yeah. <laughs> like, Legit, yeah. yeah, like it's over for me. It's yeah. never going to be alone. <laughs> I mean, I do envy though. Like I'll see, you know, with Cody or other friends of ours that have kind of like, that got married and and jumped right into being parents. Like there's a certain level of like um, synchronization that mm. they're the, in their partnership they're in. And I know, you know, watching it, it's just like, it feels like, natural almost it looks it appears okay natural yeah because you're forced into teamwork right away correct outside of just being two people coexisting you're forced into teamwork working on the same project yeah which is children which does create (laughs) i think a level of teamwork (laughs) yeah sometimes yeah i mean we hope right sometimes yes it doesn't make it doesn't mean you're good teammates yeah yeah word but But you are forced to have to try to be teammates yeah okay wait but also you mentioned like this is Cody by the way uh, no husk I, they tell me um you mentioned like you guys were focused on career yeah and then you have this baby yeah so how did that impact you in particular like Melanie for example there was a lot of change that came with being pregnant like this was like mm-hmm. I don't know if the if if the industry is going to accept me right. like for you mm-hmm. is it as simple as like I get pregnant I take maternity leave I live my best life or not <laughs> Well, I wouldn't know. know. You know, I that's what I expected to be very honest. I was like, you you see from the outside looking Mm. in, other women in your environment, you know, getting pregnant, having kids, going on maternity leave, coming back, and you know, you're backfilling certain people during Mm -hmm. that time and whatnot. But when it happened, you know, for me, what I thought was really interesting is that I was on a very fast paced trajectory before getting pregnant, right? I was killing it. Like I felt like I had, um, a a high output at work and lots of success and results. And, you know, I did that while I was pregnant too. You know, like I was like moving and shaking. I was very blessed to have like an easier pregnancy than a harder pregnancy. But when I came back from maternity one, like physically I was just different. I was so much more tired and Mm -hmm. I was just, you know, stretched in so many different ways physically, but then also like emotionally my priorities shifted, right? Because I was much more aware Mm -hmm. of like time, time and what the demands of my time were. So if I wanted a promotion, if I wanted Mm -hmm. to even work on this cool project that was going to take me to you know, a major industry event, like, you know, 
I remember working on something that was like, oh, the the culmination of it would have been an Oscars mm. like activation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, Ooh. I'd love to go to the Academy Awards. And like what we were going to do was be, be real fun. But then I was like, geez, that's going to mean I'm in LA, you know, multiple times leading up to that away from my very small baby. I just have a question. Yeah. Not that we need like yeah. name and address, but what do you do for a living? <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, you mean a CIA girl? Cause you have eluded that part. Of- <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then all oh, my second question was how long did you have for maternity leave before you came yeah. out? Oh, okay. Okay. That those are both, I'm happy to answer those. So I am, I'm a marketing executive. Mm. I work with a fortune 50, a publicly traded company okay. um, in marketing. Okay, so I dope. I help support brands across our portfolio. We have multiple brands in our portfolio in their marketing initiatives. Um, so I'm I'm currently hyper focused um, in a space I love. But at the time I had Sophia, I was focused on brand communications and PR. Okay. So um, it was a very like always on mm-hmm. um, job. Yeah. Uh, super fun though. And then from attorney leave, I. I had um, at the time twelve weeks um, that was offered by the company. Like that's a that is a great perk of being in a company that size. The maternity leave, you know, benefits are typically very you know generous and you know structured. Also, right, like you, everybody, you know what you're gonna get. You know, they offer paternity leave as well. Oh, or nice. Now it's parental leave. I took additional time off, so mm-hmm. I in total was off of work for about four. Four and a half months. If I had to do it again, I would take more. Yeah. <laughs> like I, if you can take more, take your time. Um, or move no to Canada. Frame of would, reference. Correct. Oh, go ahead. I would just like to say that maternity leave is a guaranteed year. Yeah, I was about to say, I have no frame of reference, but you saying three, uh, 12 months, 12 weeks, three months is generous. Noted. But I was thinking about my friend who worked at Netflix and she took a year. Yeah, I mean, I was, well, most people only get six weeks. Most That's people the average get six American weeks. six wow. weeks. The yeah. average mom and gets you have six to work six weeks, which is for Nuts. a while. Nuts. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's not everyone. It's like you have to have been at that job yeah. for like You're not two even, to three, four or five years. You said yeah. you came back at four months and you were like, I just felt like six weeks. Yeah. At six yeah. weeks. Imagine. Six weeks, my body was still. You're not even clear to you're have sex until six months. Girl. And they're you're not even the same. And you're not find childcare for your kids. I will never understand America, but that's another question. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Girl. So, yeah. So you were saying that you were you know, everything was high charged and now you have to consider, I'd have to be in LA. And and I actually had to really reflect, you know, Cody and I had many conversations during this time that I had to reflect on like, you know, for the majority of my adult life, my career was the Mm -hmm. massive Mm -hmm. part of my existence and my goal setting and, you know, Mm -hmm. what I was spending my time to achieve. And I had to really reflect and be like, gosh, I could still do that, but I will likely be miserable. Mm. Um, Full transparency, tried to figure out how to do it in some balance and failed and left the company that I work at now Mm. for a year. Like I left at the time when Sophia was, gosh, I think she was almost three. Yeah. This is a Um, good point because I totally forgot that. Like I knew you left, but I couldn't remember. I forgot that that was the reason. Oh, you left and came back? I left and came back. So I left because I was like, I just can't cut it. It is a a fast paced, you know, demanding environment. Um, A lot of incredibly talented, focused, determined people that I'm working alongside. And I just felt like I was drowning in trying to be everything to everyone. And as you know, we all know at that age, your child's going to daycare, getting sick. I'd been on a work trip 
and my child was sick and I left her knowing she was sick and I felt horrible about it. Yeah. Um, and I flew back because my husband was like, Hey, I, I kind of do think she needs to go to the ur- like urgent care emergency room. So I flew back early, took her. She had like mild pneumonia. She was fine. But that was like a turning point. Where I was scary. like, I'm over here trying to like figure yeah. out how to work. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, thank goodness for other moms at work because I will say every woman from VP SVP that I worked with in that moment where I like go home be with your kid mm-hmm. like no one made me it was just my yeah, own yeah. Be, being in that environment and so it was great because I left for a year um and during that year I had a time I had time to reflect and kind of think about what were those things that I was self you know in, induced induced mm-hmm. versus truly the environment or being, indu- you know, being projected on me. And you took another job. You didn't I, yeah, leave and took- chill at home. Oh, she, no, I wish. She That's sought out I a wish. job that had, that was obviously fit her qualification, qualifications, <laughs> but was like less demand. Yes. Or oh. perceived, you know, that was. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to ask that if you just took a sabbatical, but you were still working. You were no, just I was like, still working. I need something less demanding. But during that time, it was a gift because I did. Yeah. I left work at three o'clock and mm-hmm. took Sophia to swim lessons, mm-hmm. you know, and did some things that like I knew weren't going to be an option. And I was able to kind of reset. And when I decided to go back, I chose a team, a role, um, a time frame. You know, we are in this post-COVID COVID situation. situation. There's a hybrid mm-hmm. scenario, remote work. You're not traveling as much. Um, so it all fit better. Tell me if I'm describing this wrong, but like you left a corporate job for a high profile nonprofit. Correct. Right? So already Correct. different structure and then back to corporate. Correct. Okay. Okay. And when you came back to corporate, you were able to negotiate better terms that fit your lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, I was able to mainly the choices I made mm-hmm. around um, the role, the team, you know, the responsibilities and the expectations suited what I knew my life looked like and needed to look like. Yeah. Right. So I'm not in a in a PR communications role. Okay. Um I am in more of a creative strategy um you know s- d- directly tied to brands. So I'm not necessarily having the same demands. Yeah. Um that I would have had in a in a different role. Mm-hmm. And that was just kind of necessary for yeah. for me. I wonder because I'm sitting here thinking like there's so many women that don't know if they want to have kids right because they right. love their career mm-hmm. right like now that you've experienced it like in your mind what would you say or tell them because I feel like that's a big fear like mm-hmm. do you feel like it was worth worth it for you do you know what I mean yeah or because some people will have a child and they they it doesn't like how you're like okay let me figure out a way to make it work some people are like no I'm gonna send them to daycare and I'm fine with not taking them yes. to soccer yes. not whatever like that's okay for them because their job is like priority and there's right. nothing wrong with that because having children you really don't know until you have one when you're like yeah that was a good idea or that was not correct <laughs> yeah and your life is your life shouldn't have did yeah. that no, you gotta make it work right. for you you make right, it work right, right. right. I, I think my my main thing that when I talk to people who are either considering having kids or have not experienced that in the, in the corporate environment is one to be really, really clear on the fact that like you can decide what you want this to look like. Mm -hmm. It will, all of it will have some level of consequence, right? Good Mm -hmm. or bad, right? In terms of you can decide that I'm going to outsource all of the things that um, are restricted to my corporate mm-hmm. success, my success in 
work in my role and continuing to advance or grow your career, or you can decide to, you know, off put some things that are going to advance your corporate career so that you can be present at home. So it's like, it's just, where do you want to be present? Mm. I think a lot of times you really have to gut check yourself on what are things that you are perceiving as, um, you know, expectations or demands versus what are real expectations and demands where you Mm. really can have boundaries versus where you think you cannot like, you know, being deliberate and asking those questions. I will say like, I'm at a space in my life and, and people who work with me would say, would know this, including my leadership of like, I voice my opinion fearlessly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, y'all want me to be here for these reasons. So this is what you're going to get. So when I get, you know, an invite a week out for a 7.30 or 8 a.m. breakfast with leadership, because there's some breakfast event that they're doing before the workday starts, I will be like, y'all know this is hard for working moms, right? Right. Parents that that. have to do drop off. Yes. Because I'm literally making a decision on, do I take this opportunity to be around a leadership team that I don't typically get a chance to be around? Or do I figure out something that disrupts my daughter's morning to go to school, right? Because yeah. she has to be dropped off at school at eight o'clock. For sure. You know, and I think ha- using your voice more is just so critically important because a lot of times companies are just like rolling. Yeah, that's Chia. He works in corporate. My husband yeah. still works in corporate America and that is an ongoing issue with us is yeah. me teaching him to create boundaries mm-hmm, because right. I, I understand it's very different when you have to like speak up or say something or create those boundaries. It's harder because like you said, first of all, there's a high turnover rate and yeah. it's kind of like there's a fear of like I can easily be replaced so you don't want to like rock the boat. But yeah. I'm like, Chia, when you, your, your supervisors, I don't like using the word boss, but your supervisors <laughs> have availability. Right. You can have availability too. Right. You can literally say, I am not available at this time. Like we have to find a different time. Like he's had that struggle as a parent trying yeah. to find a way to like speak up for himself yeah. and create those boundaries because it's so different. Like with me in influencing, I'm like, I can or can't, whatever, it doesn't right. matter. And plus, even when I worked in corporate America, that's probably why I don't anymore. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, I can't come in help me. <laughs> I feel like if I worked at corp, in, a, in a corporate space, I would absolutely flex my right to be like, I'm unavailable at this Melody, time. Melanie, you would not. Yeah. You would, you get always fired. Flex you your would right. not work. I would be like, <laughs> You are not a corporate America. I'm, no, I'm not. But, but, I, but I feel like because I know the extreme alternative yeah. of being like, yeah. Oh, you have to get on a flight 12 o'clock right now, go right now, or you're not going to get that opportunity to record with or be right. at yeah. or be seen. Okay. Or, yeah. Like, I would absolutely be like, I eat dinner with my family. I'm taking a lunch today. Do not ask me for shit. Like, yeah. because I understand the other side of it. But I get like, when you're in it, it's hard to sit that yeah. and, and then it's not it's easy for everybody. It's not easy say, for yep. everybody. Like, I think everything that you're all, y'all are saying is right. And we have to set boundaries, period. Like, that's mm-hmm. like one of the greatest lessons we can learn as grownups, as mamas, as <laughs> wives, like set them boundaries. But it doesn't make it, doesn't mean it's easy. No. And right. so it's, it's why it's important to like recognize what, are your, what is it? How do people word this? Like, what is, non-negotiables? yeah. And what are your non-negotiables? Yeah. Like, what are you fighting for? Yeah. Like, what are your goals? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's important to recognize to your point that they, ch- your goals change. Yeah. Yes. Your goals yes. change. Boom. Like, and that's okay. You know, like you at one point were like, yo, I'm in this. I'm in high pace. Right. I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. Right. And all of a sudden it's like, Ooh, I don't know if I want to be in there like that anymore. Yeah, right. right. And it shifts and children can absolutely do that for you. Yeah. You know, they can. in some ways that are really great and some ways that may, you know, cause some pause for like, mm-hmm. is this the best decision for me? You just, you just don't know. And 
something that I think keeps coming back and especially too, and I see it a lot in my industry in a creative space is that like, there's this, um, balance of, am I going to raise my kids or am I paying someone else to raise my kids? Mm, yeah. When you have a demanding career right. and then you have someone who you can afford to pay to watch your children so that right. you can go and be and do what it is that you want to do. And this like juggling act of the guilt that comes mm-hmm, with that, mm-hmm. um, because sometimes it's like, oh, thank God I have help. I get to go right. do da, da, da. Yeah. But then other things are just like, oh, I, I miss... I missed you crawl for the first time right. or somebody else got to take you to the park right. on the day that like I, and what an yeah. empty feeling that can leave you feeling sometimes, you know? But I think that that also comes from understanding what is the season you're in, yeah. right? Like I yes. think about my parents, my parents literally left my brother in Guyana to immigrate to another country to build a life so that they could build a life for him without him before sending for him to come like right. and made a decision to leave him mm-hmm. in another country right yeah. for a season for the long term goal right. and yeah. i and i go back to thinking about that and i'm like it turned out fine actually right. it was amazing like right. thank yeah. god they did that cuz yeah. we all benefited from that decision but if you bring that up to my parents to this day they will cry Aww. yeah because yeah, they can they cannot bear the thought of in the time they were like we have to do what we have to do but right. when they bring it up they're like Leaving it's Johan so traumatic. in Diana was when he came and he was just, he didn't, it, it was different. Like, I mean, they oh. could cry talking about it now. And I think that that's the struggle that I think mm. we suffer in silence sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. What that's a ju- juggling act that's it is to word. be professional, yeah. Yeah. to be parents, to be people trying to find our way in life, fulfill ourselves, fulfill our children, yeah. not fuck them up while fucking ourselves up right. at the same time. Like it's right. it's <laughs> so crazy. It's just such right. a dance all the time. All yeah. the time. All it the also time. depends like it's equally like what you said, what you I think about um Toby, the Singer, singer, yeah, rapper, Toby, Toby, Toby and Fat, yes, mm-hmm. and him, how he was just doing an interview and he was like, um, I don't do anything unless my kids can come. He brings his in contractually. Yes, <laughs> he yes. was shooting. Yes, uh, what is it? The I don't the want, show the FX not, show, not Terminators. No, not the FX show. The other one, transform. It brought mm-hmm. his family. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people would get that opportunity and be like, I gotta go, I gotta go, mm-hmm. make this opportunity for me, right. and I'm gonna come back. But his mindset is no. Like my career will be centered around my family, no matter what opportunity. I don't care if it's the Grammys, if right. it's Terminator, if it's Transformers, if it's this. I'm going to bring my kids and my my wife, and we're all going to be on set. And this is just part of like, if you want me, this is a part of who I am. Right. So I think it's also about how you create your life. With for me and Chia, we're very much like that. Like I'm in my mind that my kids are coming with me no matter mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Like we just going to be on set shooting the show or whatever. Unless like, she don't want them there. Unless unless I don't want them <laughs> but there. That's, but that's what I'm saying. But, that's the day. That's right. Yeah. I'm say, but then some people would look at that like your kids need a regular life and they need to go to school and they so it's yeah. all about like how you view life right yeah. what you think is important That's for important. you and your yeah. children yeah. and then fulfilling that if you want your kids to have this this experience and go to school and you're like okay I'm gonna go to work because I'm not disrupting them they didn't right. choose this career then you have to make ways to make that happen versus mm-hmm. if you're like no nah, my kids are gonna follow me and we're gonna travel the road and mm-hmm. be do whatever then they do that it's really about what brings you joy mm-hmm. and what makes you feel fulfilled as a parent because mm-hmm. I don't want yeah. my kids going to a, a regular school we already know this is why I'm homeschooled them because mm-hmm. I want us to all go everywhere together like yeah. the Partridge family I think it's so interesting <laughs> you said you, there are a couple of things here that really um, resonated with me one when you all were talking about, you know, di- the difference in industries, right. Versus mm-hmm. corporate versus being more in a creative industry or even like your own self kind of propelled 
progression in your career. I've been very fortunate to have have a best friend who's in a completely kind of opposite scenario. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneur, brand building, you know, creating the show and everything that's come along with Black Love. And um, it has helped me think about how I qualify when I go, okay, I'm going to jump and mm-hmm. say how high. Because, you know, there are those moments where it's like you can – you know, record in the studio with this person if you get on this plane mm-hmm. in an hour and mm-hmm. get there and you kind of be like, all right, I'm going yeah. I'm yeah. just figure it. It's not good for my situation, right. <laughs> but it's good for my situation. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, and so I've, you know, I've similarly seen that with her, right? Mm-hmm. Having to be like, let's talk about it. Having twins and going right back to work, you know, and three weeks, you know, the, and not just being what it was because it's like, this is also my baby that I'm yeah. creating, right? right? And so I constantly am going, you know, there are times when I'm going, okay, okay, Sterling, like, I know I said I wasn't traveling again for another three <laughs> weeks, but then this thing came up that's like probably a thing I should go do. And yeah. like, I'm going to go do it, right? <laughs> We're going to figure it out. Um, but I I gut check that. And yeah. I'm like, because I've had the ability to reflect on, you know, we, we kind of use the term like no one's dying on the table mm-hmm. to, with my team. I'm constantly like, we don't like save lives. We sell right. chips, right? right? And so I'm kind of like, we're going to be okay mm-hmm. even if nothing we have to get done gets done. Like yeah. the worst is going to happen is we're going to get fired, but like the business is going to keep running. <laughs> that's you just know, like, one thing. That's, that's <laughs> bad, but it's not we'll right. someone kids will be no one's right. losing their life, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> but there are certain times I'm like, okay, no one's like dying on the table. This is actually really important. Yeah. Right? So yeah. um, I think that's been really helpful. And then I also feel like, you know, to the point of like bringing your kids along or your family or, you know, doing things in the way that suits you better. I've, I've been so grateful. I will say the company I work at has really created an environment one by prioritizing diverse representation and leadership, including women, moms, even like hands-on parents, whether you're Mm -hmm. a dad or a mom, Mm -hmm. um, whatever that dynamic looks like, we have people bring their kids to work because my kids school is closed yeah. or, um, you know, bring their kids along to an event we're doing. Right. Um, you know, I, my CMO, my previous CMO, she was, you know, an incredibly high powered, you know, role, but she brought her kids to a, a major activation at all star. And we all saw that. And it Aww. gave, um, what the gift she gave us was that permission to be like, Oh, I could see myself being a CMO now with my kids yeah. mm-hmm. around, right? Yes. Versus, you know, doing things in the way like, does she have help? A hundred percent. You know, like is her husband is super hands-on and supportive, right? But like that to me was um, something that as I heard you talk about, Toby, like I really reflected on that the more I see it. Yeah. yeah. And it's really important super and I important. want to do it as well because I know in my role, I can be giving that gift to other parents yes. who are- watching to see how I'm making the similar decisions. And it's a gift to your child because yes. Amira works on sets now and stuff yes. because we've been taking her with us everywhere since she was a child. Now she goes on set with her aunt for like movies and music videos and all this stuff. And she's gaining new access and she just has a better business sense mm-hmm. yeah. at 13 
than I did. I sent them an email that she sent her teacher child and she BCC'd me on it. Like per my last email with the screenshot, like just a wrote a whole professional adult <laughs> email I that I didn't learn how to write. So I feel like, you know, there is a benefit to including your children in your work, whether it's going on tour, whether it's a business meeting or whatever, they're picking up these things and being able yes. to, and they helps your children understand what you're doing. They right. just think you're away from them. You're just yeah. in your way. Now mm-hmm. my kids fully understand when mommy's not with me, she's actually working. She's just not choosing to be away from me. Right. Like, and what work mm-hmm. goes into that? And they have mm-hmm. a more of a respect for it. I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. You know how many of you had the option, right? Or even have the option now, if you wanted to go to a more structured corporate scenario, whether that is working at a label or working for a brand or working at a network, right? Or a studio, like what continues to make you not do that, make you not decide to do that. You know, I'll be honest. Every day I ask my husband, I'm like, you want to hire me as your assistant? (laughs) Pay me a salary and give me some structured hours because this by the seat of my pants shit is exhausting. I'll be honest with you. Like there's a part of me that loves the idea of structure because like, here, these are the hours I'm available. These are the hours I'm available. This is when I'm expected to be on the clock. And then after that, I'm done. Don't talk to me. I'm with my kids. I'm doing this. Like I wish sometimes as a creative and that's, I think that that's the thing that I'm at now. Now I'm in a place where I'm just like, okay, treat your life like you are a corporation. Right. Structure right. your hours that. for how you want to work. I love that. Yeah, work. Even in a creative oh, space. Why Ashley looking at me like, you oh, know why? She getting a side eye around the microphone. <laughs> I heard her. I heard it. Um, you know, structuring my okay. life like I am the CEO of my corporation and these are my working hours and and also giving that to my children as well. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm unavailable during this time. I got to take a call. You got to play by yourself. You got to, right. whatever it is, yeah. you know, in, in doing that and setting the structure. Um, I think for me, I'm just too far gone to have anybody tell me what to do with my life. Like I can't, yeah. again, have somebody come to me and tell me, uh, you have 59 minutes for lunch today. I'll right. be like, bitch, <laughs> I have to go. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry about Sorry. that. Sorry. Okay. Let me tell you about sir. the time I took myself to Paris for a week so I could eat lunch by myself. Right. I'm not, I'm not on your clock 59 minutes. So, you know, this, right. is, this is a, this is a thing like for me, that is, that has been my journey. I'm too, I'm 40 years old. Like I, not to say that I could never, I'm not above it. It would have to be the right situation. Yeah. But I think I still have so much to create for mm-hmm. my own entity of my own personal fulfillment, mm-hmm. yeah, creative corporation, that. that that's what stops me from saying, Hey, I'll take that or I'll just do that. Um, yeah. I'm still very passionate about what I've yet to create. And so that is, that's what keeps me, mm-hmm. I think loving the flexibility of my current career situation. Yeah. That's Melanie, by the way. Okay. (laughs) No, we know. (laughs) My truth, truthful answer is I love money. I'm Mm. a Capricorn. I love money. (laughs) I just want to pause because that is, I send her a meal almost twice a week being like a Capricorn getting a bag. A Capricorn closing a deal. It's just the funniest thing. I love money and I will work. I had two jobs in high school. That's how much I love money. Like, mm, I don't like to not have money. That is right. just my jam. So honestly, for me, I got into the creative space because my husband, I hate saying told me I could, but like, that's just the truth was like, right. you don't have to work anymore. You can follow your dreams. Like right. got me a laptop was like, go write, do your thing, figure out your life, baby girl. Cause you are miserable. <laughs> like that was really it. He was like, I'm gonna pay all the bills. You just figure yourself out. Cause we don't like unhappy Ashley. Right. Cause I was, hey, I, that's, I like that, that was it. And so from there I was like, as long as I'm making money, but he even knew like when he first said that I stopped working and I was like, Mm-mm, this entrepreneurial life ain't for me. I need that check. So I started working again. Cause I was like, I just, 
I need to to know the money's going to flow. flow. And then when I started getting more comfortable and figuring out a lot of different ways to make money, because I literally am like that now, like have 10 different random jobs. Yeah. And even when I moved here, I still was working at Ergo Baby. Shout out to Ergo Baby. I was doing my influencing yeah. and I was still working for them, running their Instagram account because they were like, we're going to give you a certain amount of money every month. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to yeah. do that job. And I'm going to yeah. be a mom and I'm going to homeschool my kids and I'm going to do an influencer yeah. job. Just because that is what motivates me. Like I have, I like, and it's not the money, obviously it's the freedom that comes with that. Right. Like I just Word. didn't grow up with a lot and I don't like asking people for money. I don't like have not having, and I will work at McDonald's if I have to, if it means that I'm going to get paid. Like and nothing, there's jobs that. are not beneath me. Right. For me, it's like, let me get this check and have money and be able to provide right. for my family and I'll create it a way to do something creative. So yeah. like, I hate working for in corporate America. Like that is not my personality. Clearly like <laughs> me working in a call center, answering phones, they were always pulling me in the office. Like now, Ashley, yeah. <laughs> we're going to need to work on your tone. Yes. tone. <laughs> you sound a big exasperated. Yeah, with the you sounded annoyed <laughs> when the customer was telling you they got in a car accident. <laughs> But did you die? Your no. feedback survey. <laughs> did you die? Yeah. Your feedback surveys are yeah. not. It wasn't great. Um, <laughs> but I will work, honey. Just don't get on my nerves. But no, for me, it's just more about like, if I have, because my husband was able to provide for us financially, it allowed me to be creative yeah. and it put us in that yeah. position. But if he wasn't doing that, then I would. Because someone, or if we're both, you know, in the grind and we know where it's coming mm-hmm. from and we're good. Like you both are in the grind. You're both entrepreneurs, but it's a little more like established. Mm-hmm. If we get to that place, then great. But my husband managed a rap group. He has had, he still has another creative job. He is not letting go of his day job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where our benefits come from. Yeah. That's where, you know, like everything. And that's a guaranteed check because this world we live in is very fickle. That's true. So it's like, you know, we have kids. Yeah. Got that's we stability. Got a lot of yeah, them. Stability. A lot of we got kids. a lot of kids. Y'all got a lot of kids. Y'all are yeah. Jamaican, basically. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. My- I got four children. <laughs> Yeah. There were three jobs. Yeah. Oh, there were six Did jobs. You know that I was 5% Jamaican. You see? It yes, all makes sense. Man. So true. So true. Oh, That's man. funny. Okay, my turn. Yes. yes. Cody Lee and I'm Cody. actually going to say something that Melanie said. Oh. I'm going to mess it up because I'm really good at letting things impact me, but then not wording them appropriately afterward. Okay, that's But fine. you said, I'm still, I'm, I'm so passionate about things I have yet to create. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's really it for me because <laughs> this shit is hard. It's hard. <laughs> I'm not even going to look over at Crystal when I say that. Um, <laughs> Crystal's just shaking her head. But yeah, no comments. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's really what keeps me here is mm-hmm. that like I've created something that like has had an impact on mm-hmm. people yes. yeah. that they tell me and I say they like literally this conversation like they tell me like if it goes away like that will impact people. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that keeps me in it. I mean, not to say I'm not super passionate about it, but like that's a, that reminder. Yeah. And then the desire to like continue to build within the black love universe mm-hmm. um, and what that means and all the places that we can touch and all of the all of the people, places that need to see joyful, loving blackness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I am where I am, because mm-hmm. if it was something else, if I was I don't know if I was creating something else and it wouldn't be the same right. um but for for this brand that i've created that's why i continue my entrepreneurial journey i just think it's important to share that we're all married 
Mm -hmm. We all have partners who have an income. Mm -hmm. And prior to being married, well, not you, but prior to being married, you, 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 not, sorry, not Melanie, but me and you, you worked a regular job. I don't want to say use the word regular, but you worked a corporate job. A job with a salary. A job with a salary, as did I. And so I do think it's important for people who, creatives out there too, to remember like, number one, you can work a corporate job and be creative at the same time and slowly transition like deaf to the starving artist Mm -hmm. theory. Like, I don't believe in that. I feel like you can work and be creative because there's right. so many things that I wanted to do as well, but I decided to have a child at 24. And so it wasn't just about me before her. I was living in New York with three other people in a three bedroom apartment <laughs> right. above a bodega, living my best life and did not care, you know, and had two jobs and was fine with that. Like right. one was creative. I taught at a school and in an, I mean, in another one, I worked at a restaurant and I was just like, I'm gonna work and figure it out. But I think it's important to remember that you are listening to four women who are married who have dual incomes right, and so right, I don't right. want yes. people feeling that like I I just want to quit and follow my dreams <laughs> like yeah you could do that but you could there's nothing wrong <laughs> like with when work. Beyonce was out here right. talking about release your job <laughs> right. no 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't release yeah. your job right unless you got a, unless another you got another let me tell you my yeah. husband texts me immediately he's like <laughs> Beyonce is not talking to you <laughs> Not talking to you. She's not talking to you. She don't know you. Oh my god! Do not release your right. job. There's nothing wrong with working to follow your dreams no. and being creative. Like there's no shame in that at all. Yeah. And there's a lot of creative yeah. corporate jobs like what you have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I I sit on a very non traditional corporate team in the sense that we're an agency, a creative agency inside the company. Yeah. And so I am sitting alongside many many creatives like yourselves, you know, that have, are doing just what you said, you know, they're, um, on the front side of their careers and they're very, you know, very much leveraging that stable salary, et cetera, to be able to do some Mm, of the things they need to invest the time to do to build their reels or their other creative kind of, uh, passions. So it's, it's very interesting. And I agree with you like so much. I mean, my husband having an, also working at a very large multinational company in financial services, which is also like uh, even more to me stability wise. Like I have, we have two different kind of um, approaches and, and kind of career focus areas. So it makes it somewhat easier for me to be able to, to that point, take those boundaries, take my foot off the gas, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel for, single parents who are in the same, you know, dynamic as me making those very hard decisions, knowing if we're being very, very honest, there are rooms that I'm not in because I'm home with my daughter that are, that will be catalytic to my career, you know, in my next phase. And so, you know, I'm, my pace is slowed. Yeah. And being able to have a partner who our paces can either slow or one can ramp right, up right, on right. the other is, is very helpful. Yeah. Or, um, I have a more. friend, Crystal, who is a single mom and she has been working in corporate America since I've known her and her parenting journey has always been very different from mine. Right. I remember mm-hmm. she had to get a night, find like a night, sitter or overnight babysitter situation Mm. and I was like oh my god like that's wild but that's she could not and it was if she didn't do that like the hours that she had to work because she worked in like this marketing company and they had like overnight stuff she wouldn't have been able to have that trajectory in her career so like you know parenting just looks so different for everyone and there's no right or wrong answer and allowing things to be a season yeah but like with focus and work right like I think it can be very like challenging to feel like I can never, like, I'll never be home for my kid because I have to do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, if we focus right, Mm -hmm. if we use the time with the night sitter, then we can buy ourselves 
you know, new opportunities yeah. and new, you know, so that we can change our circumstances. And she did too. And yeah, now she, yeah. her kid is, you know, she has different hours, yeah. better job yeah. and like has more control. But don't yeah. like, for the people listening out there, <laughs> uh, don't let your story, if you don't like it, Right. If you're not if you want to be doing something different, don't don't feel bound by exactly where you are now. You just have to be intentional, which was also the theme of Matilda, which was a very good movie. Your story (laughs) can be rewritten at any time. (laughs) Interesting. And scene. scene. It's a good movie. Well, and if I'm I decide to just, you know, do another jump off the corporate boat, I'll come join the Mama's Mama's Den podcast as like like a fifth. My friend, you know, the, the, the corporate intel. with a husky voice. With husky voice <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad we yes. got to have Cody's bestie on. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. This was a dream come true. Oh. Thank you. And um, you all are very much inspiring mamas all across oh. the world. Uh, we and feel seen um, oh. hearing all these conversations and being a part of it. So thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> This is my it's life. You guys see. Yeah. You know? All right, y'all. Bye. 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 Thank you.